Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Where's the Damn Sequel, your favorite podcast about movies that should have gotten sequels, movies that didn't get sequels, franchises that were disenfranchised. I always say this wrong. I always say it in the least catchy way imaginable. This week's episode is about a film that got three sequels. It was such a big hit, but nonetheless, we're doing an episode about it. They split it into two, so it was Breaking Dawn Part yeah, there 1. There's five Twilight movies. Yeah. There's five. Breaking Dawn oh, Part right, 1, Breaking Dawn are. Part 2. Yeah, you're right, there are. Okay. It's Twilight. <laughs> turned 10 on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, you're going to ruin that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm joined today by Emer Kelly. Hi. Loda Reed. Hello. And Kean Haid. Yeah, Coming back from our last two episodes, and we're talking about Twilight now. Interesting mix of people, because Kean has only seen the first one, am I right? Maybe the last uh, two? The first one and the last two, yeah. That's I'm wild. missing that middle. Oh, wow. You've both seen them all, I assume. Yeah, I, I was a proper Twihard. Twihard. My Twitter handle was HP Twiner for many years. <laughs> <laughs> so many questions so little time. I was at the I kind of I like I did, when I say attended, I, I hung around the red carpet for the premiere of the first movie in London, Leicester Square in two thousand and eight. Um I, I went to, to midnight release <laughs> parties for the second and third movies in Galway. I was into this series in such a big way for such a long time. It's very important to me. And all of these feelings are being brought back up this week because we had a screening of it here in D.C. on Wednesday night. Woo! Which had about seven people in attendance, including the four all, of us. All committee, your former committee, by two people, so... <laughs> yeah. But it was at a good Kansas time was had. I liked that there was, like, two people there who I've never seen another film talk event. Neither yeah. Of them. And they just turned up for Twilight. I was like, I respect that. they stayed till the very end. Like, yeah, I, they clearly... Like yeah, <laughs> I respect that so much. That was fantastic. I wish there'd been like twenty people like that. Yeah, kind of sitting but in like, the corners, yeah, like you're hiding. one who came in at the same time as I came back yeah. with my cans. Mm-hmm. She was like lurking outside. I don't know how long she was lurking outside. She's probably like, she probably Skip. wanted to see Twilight, but you know what? Oh yeah, but like, it takes like it takes the like per- different person yeah. take the plunge, go in. Oh, yeah, especially when like it's a bit in already. Like I was like I was like ooh maybe I shouldn't go back in. It's a good point, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously she probably had the same trailer thought with an added spice. So yes. I haven't been to a film sock event yes. before. Yeah. I've been to a film sock event. You don't want to walk into Twilight and have everyone turn around and stare at you. Like, I feel like yeah. that's a mm. scary thought. For yeah. Most people. <laughs> okay. And if you're a listener of this, hi. We'd love to have you Thank you. our events. Thank you. I don't you. know if you're a listener to this and haven't <laughs> been to many film sock events, but we were welcome to have you. Okay. Yes. Twilight, 2008. Adaptation of the Stephanie Meyer novel. Uh, how many novels were out at this point? They were all out at this point. Because uh, Breaking Dawn came out in August 08 and the movie came out in November. Yeah. So all the books were out. Oh. This film was made from a budget of $37 million. That's so Yeah. Cheap. That yeah. is very, very cheap. It's a very indie film. Like, very indie. For comparison, the budget of Bride Wars was uh, 30. Yeah. So this cost the same amount but as like Bride, Bride Wars, Wars, guys. Fucking Bride Wars. Why did I think of Bride Wars? Damn, yeah, that's chance. a really weird film to pick. It came out around the same time. It's like a December 08. And it's also yeah. like, there's no, like, real... Who's the blonde woman? Plot or anything. Kate yeah, Kate Hudson. Married to Matt Bellamy. Yeah, I was just... From Muse. Previously oh, married. Wow. Who performed Supermassive Black Hole in this film's outstanding baseball, vampire baseball. Season. Incredible. I would argue that one scene is better than every single Woody Allen film. That's wrong. It's so correct. <laughs> Incorrect. That is the best take it's I've ever had. Statement. all of the Woody Allen films I have seen. Exactly. Well, you haven't been watching the right Woody Allen films. <laughs> Welcome to Where's the Damn Woody? <laughs> we're talking about Blue Jasmine, which has the greatest That's cast game he of all time. That's a he loved by the way. Oh, God. Blue Jasmine. 
stars. Blue Jasmine. Oh. Alec Baldwin, Michael Stuhlbarg, Kate uh, Blanchett, Sally Hawkins, Bobby Cannavale, Louis C.K. Oh. Jeez. What a cast. Oof. Masterpiece. So anyway. Twilight. Uh, Twilight, <laughs> Twilight uh, of course, stars Pri- to Kristen Stewart. This week's, uh, this week's episode of 911 has a conversation about Twilight. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. In what context? It's a flashback to 2008. And uh, what's her name? The the fire, the female on the fire team, uh, the Aisha Hines character. Um, the female on the fire team. <laughs> the one with the shaved head. Uh, I honestly don't know what her character's name is. What's it her character's name? It's something short and sweet. It's like V yeah. yeah. or B or... Oh, uh, what's her character's name? Henrietta. But no, but Hen. Hen, okay. It's a flashback flashback to when she joined the team in 2008 and she like shows up to the firehouse and the men are all having this kind of sarcastic conversation about going to see Twilight and whether their team met Ritter Jacob and all this. And it's very, it's very tough topical. So Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Billy Burke. Wait, what? Billy Burke is Charlie. Billy Burke is third build on this film. Okay. Uh, Kristen Stewart is, uh, is, is, is Bella Swan who goes to, um, Live in the small wet town in in uh, in Washington, Washington State, mm-hmm. at, with her father, who's a police chief, and she meets uh, as some sexy vampires, and one of whom in particular is is particularly a sexy vampire, <laughs> and she she becomes uh, ingratiated into this family, and I don't know, everyone knows what Twilight's about, yeah, yeah, like and have a weirder way of summing up the plot at this point. So it's about the struggle to get your hull when you're 16 years old. Yeah. It's a great... Oh, I, I watched Into the Wild again, like, yeah, a day before watching Twilight, mm-hmm. and it's even more uncomfortable yeah. because of that. Because of the Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Kristen Stewart just... Kristen Stewart, it's like, I genuinely think she's good in this film. I think there's some she performances is. in this film. No, I just mean as in, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. going from that, where oh, it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hypersexualized her as yes, a 16-year-old yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. to, like, this, Sanitized where it's, like... Version, yeah. Just so the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, I don't know. This film's weird because it's it's a very kind of like, uh, it's like a very kind of anti-sex film, but it's also like extremely sexually charged. And the entire third act of her being chased by James is like a really upsetting kind of rape analogy. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird how the film kind of balances that with being about teen abstinence in this really awkward way. And I think that is essentially the the. Catherine Hardwick, Stephanie Mayer yeah. clash that happened, <laughs> where you have Catherine Hardwick, who's a filmmaker who'd made films about like teen sexuality and was trying to do something kind of edgy, and Stephanie Mayer is like, I oh, know, sorry, like this, <laughs> Mormon. Is, this is Mormon propaganda, and I think the actors all want to be in the Catherine Hardwick film, yeah, and I think the problem with the sequels is that. Uh, there was no Catherine Hardwick. There wasn't Catherine Hardwick. Those films were made so by like, a bunch of boring men. Yeah, if you compare yeah. like Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2 yeah. to Twilight, it's like quite clearly, it's not mm. even like an undertone of like never have sex before marriage. Yeah. It's literally stated in the plot. Yes, it oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. like the never. The revolves around yeah, the fact they can't have, yeah. have sex yes. until they're married. Yeah. Like, and, and then, then like, when she gets pregnant with the vampire baby, it becomes an international political yeah. crisis. Yeah, you cannot, it's like, you cannot, like, oh, it's also very much about, like, don't abort it. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. oh no, the entire Breaking Dawn is just, uh, is a really weird anti-abortion. It's, it's, yeah. literally, it's literally her being like, oh, yeah, I it's know a baby. that I'm supposed to die. Yeah. Like, my uh, she's like, is to die. I'll die this for baby. this baby. But, like, yeah, that's the only it's way It's weird how I never, work. I read those books when I was, like, 12, and I'd never, 
Yeah, no, I never got that. Like, I think I just kind of read over it and I was like, haha, they just made a blonde joke. That's funny. On these books, was when I read them. I guess I wasn't thinking politically. I just didn't think that way. I mean, you're twelve, yeah. Pre-political. Yeah, I thought the romance was great. I thought the I thought the vampire mythology shit was fascinating, and I didn't care about the like sexual politics or anything else of it. Like, I thought it was a great romance. Like in in hindsight now, it's kind of a terrible one. Even when I was watching uh, Twilight the other day, I was incredibly moved by it because I was yeah. like, this film shaped my understanding of teen romance when I was 11 and it was like the most important story in my life for a year. So it's weird how now it's kind of like, you can view it critically, but at the same time, I have a great amount of effect. Kind, yeah, it kind of it hurts. Books, like. It hurts to view it critically because I like had a conversation with yeah. someone who had never seen Twilight before yeah. and I explained the plot to them and they're like, that's like really anti-feminist. They're like, I'm really surprised you like this film this that much. I'm like, I separate myself from it. I just like, yeah. Oh, it's, so, it's still so important yeah, to me. Trying to criticize films that like have a place in, in my heart. It's like, like no, so can't. hard. I still have my Edward Knight place. Yeah, and they're not like as they're not that bad. Like everyone involved in these films, maybe there is consent. Mayer, yeah, there, yeah. There's nothing that bad. Like everyone involved in the making of the films, apart from Stephanie Mayer, is pretty, pretty woke. Is pretty woke. Like the yeah. actors are all turned out very. very yeah. Maybe Taylor Lautner kind of aside, but the actors all turned out pretty cool. What's like, Taylor Lautner up to? Taylor Lautner's just kind of doing his own thing. But he's like, doing his own thing. The work yeah, he's done not... since Twilight has all been pretty low, low yeah. bar. Like it's not. He hasn't been making like interesting. Indie he did movies. a BBC thing. That's he did all a I BBC know. thing, and he did a film Abduction, which is appalling. Yeah, that was. Um, mm. And he was in Scream Queens season two, which I did not watch. Um, I don't know if I finished season two. I remember him being in it. Yeah, he like he played like the character well. Yeah, like it wasn't there wasn't a lot of meat to yeah, it, yeah. but like he was just there. It's know. funny because he's a wolf. I don't think he really that. registers in the first Twilight. Like I think no, he's like he's like very much like background character. Yeah, you're watching yeah, this film you... in it, like yeah. Time? Yeah, yeah he's in it for less than ten minutes. Like, if you're watching this and you don't know that he becomes important down the road, you wouldn't acknowledge him as a character, really. You'd just be like, "Yeah, oh, that Indian guy who's like presents to her." God. Yeah, it's like, and like, like with the whole hair thing as well. Like, he's like not like he doesn't stand out at all. Like, no. it's as if yeah, he was yeah. made down. Like, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is I funny because that is what he looked like. Yeah, I think that's like an important part of it, though. Like, she'd like he's real, like not an important character. Then by the time we get to New Moon, it's like, mm. oh, that's Jacob. Yeah. But it's like yeah, short hair. And he's hot now. She's really good in this. I think Pattinson <laughs> nice. is fine in this. I think he's his like. There's some really bad moments. There's quite clear. It's quite clear Jackson he never he never cool. wants to be there. No, he never he wants to be there. Puts I on think, his Boston accent. But it's weird. In the sequels, I think he's probably better. Yeah, even I, though I he, he actively didn't want to be. In I the think sequels. it's like yeah, it's the first one is like indie film. He's like okay, I'm just doing this to get a paycheck, and yeah. then by the second one, he was like. This is quite a substantial paycheck. <laughs> the sequels they got paid like an unfathomable amount. Yeah, um, like he he's a, he was like a really young millionaire because of them. Uh, let me see how much they got paid. So in the first one he got paid three hundred thousand, and on the second one they got paid an extra two point five million. Yeah, he got more than that actually. An extra two point. Oh no, they got more in the end. Small loan. They yeah. got more yeah. in the end. For Breaking Dawn, the two-part Breaking Dawn, Stuart Pattinson and Lochner will each be earning twenty-five million. Yeah. In addition to the seven point five percent they're making against its gross revenue, 
That so they're gonna make about forty one million. Hey, co-stars, yeah. guys. That's Woo. what Woo. happens when Woo. you don't sign your actors up for a five picture deal. Yeah. And they become big stars, and suddenly you have to pay them a lot of money. <laughs> That's very bad producing. Poor choice. That's yeah. Poor Their choice. producers are dumb. Um, but no one saw it coming. No one. Literally. I did. No. I saw it coming. But like, like summer of I was like, oh, Twilight's the that shit. That was going all the way. Yeah. Like I like I didn't like I read the books. I suppose probably I read all four books. After I suppose it would have been after the release of Eclipse in the cinemas. Okay, right. Yeah. And I read them yeah, after was, Twilight. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was very highly aware of that those films mm. were going yeah. away. I don't know you what know? the most. I don't know what the most successful one is. I'll check now. I but it feels like Eclipse was. I don't know. Like it feels to me that Eclipse, Eclipse was, wasn't great. Eclipse isn't a great. I didn't film, like but that. It, no, Eclipse is the one that makes the most money. Yeah, Eclipse was definitely Weird. the peak mm-hmm. um, of a oh, worldwide. It's breaking down part two. Actually, yeah. Worldwide is weird. Worldwide, it's Breaking Dawn Part 2, Breaking Dawn Part 1, New Moon, Eclipse, Twilight. But in America, it's Eclipse, New Moon, Part 2, Part 1, Twilight. Why is Twilight so low down? Guys, give it the appreciation it deserves. Because it didn't become a phenomenon until Twilight came out on DVD. Like, Twilight Fair, yeah. did really yeah. well, and then when Twilight came out on DVD, it became, like, the sleepover movie of the yeah. century. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What it was. I have three DVD copies of Twilight, all of which I bought new in 2009. Yeah. Because I bought the American version, then I bought the British version, and then I bought the two-disc British version they released at Christmas because I was in one of the bonus features in the background of the <sighs> London premiere. <laughs> it's very, very weird. Uh, so I have three DVDs of Twilight. If anyone wants one, hit me up. Ooh. But um, it's like... I love how none of us were just like... No. It's because, no, it's because I already have it oh, on DVD. Oh, you already have it. Like, I'm talking to the people who've I never seen not. these films. Uh, but, like, I have them all on blue right now. But, like, Twilight's... Like, uh, Eclipse was sort of the one where it felt to me, like, it came out in the summer. It's the only one that came out in the summer. Yeah. So, and it came out, like, two weeks before Inception, two weeks after Toy Story 3. Oh, that's so weird. And it, and it that's felt, such yeah, a, weird it was a weird time. time. It was during the World Cup, and it kind of felt like the most event that any of the films were. Because yeah. Because it was six, New Moon came out in November, and then Eclipse was the following July. So, mm. it was sort of like... Um, it, it was at the peak yeah, of popularity. Yeah, like, yeah. built on the there buzz. There wasn't much of a like gap. There. Yeah, yeah. And when Eclipse came out, it was just like ah, everyone charged to see it. Like it was, <laughs> it was the biggest event. And, like the, the marketing, I thought was the most successful. Like it, it really like sold the three me and my yeah. actors as like these are the biggest movie stars in the world when like they weren't. Um, and then Breaking Dawn one and two kind of struggled with that, where it was just sort of like there's wolves and there's a baby. But Breaking Dawn Part Two apparently made like a, an incredible amount of money. I think. Oh no, like it was the biggest. Or at least I don't know numbers wise, but like buzz wise, it was like yeah. the biggest film. Like I was in Belgium still at the time. Like I think breaking down for we all saw it. Like yeah, breaking down for two made eight hundred twenty-nine million. Jesus, that's insane. Um, where was it? I never saw Breaking Dawn Part Two until this year. What? I was like the biggest tryhard. What were you going to see that? that I time? know. I like. I just didn't bother with it. It was really weird because that was like a film that like defined my childhood. Yeah, that's Something that I was so obsessed with, like the reason my music taste is what it is, things like that. <laughs> and then I just, it just got like, I don't know what it was. It just, I couldn't motivate myself to go see it because I was like, no, I don't care. Mm. Twilight had the uh, 20th biggest worldwide opening. Of what all year time. did it come out? Uh, Top Rat Part 2 was 20. Interesting question. 12? Could that, no, that, yeah, 12, 12, 2012. Yeah. Um, I think that's when I thought it was cool. Okay. I was 13. I was like, I don't like Twilight the anymore. The biggest opening ever, right? Worldwide opening, lodged between Pirates 3 and Harry Potter 5. 
But this list is so it's so depressing. It's pirates, 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 Twilight, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, pirates, <laughs> Star Wars, Transformers, Twilight, Which Star, Star Wars, Wars uh, Revenge of the Sith, Twilight, Hunger Games, Pirates, <laughs> Spider Man, The Crimes of Grindelwald, number thirty. Oh, wow, well, okay, wow, did better than Return of the King. Jesus, okay. <gasps> anyway, um, yeah, Twilight. Return of the King. So, goes- Where's when? the dam? Is that released on a weekend? Oh, three. Christmas three. Like so, Twilight. Twilight. Out the weekend. Yeah. Everything comes out the weekend. I know, but like, it's still just like, the <laughs> Twilight, of, like, Twilight, I can Twilight. I just picture myself. So, like, I did, obviously didn't because I was like a baby at the time. But like, yeah. I can picture myself like, on a Wednesday night. Because I was seven when, when Return of the King came out. You were like four. Okay, that's wild. Twilight. Uh, where's the damn sequel? Well, there are there are there are four. Four, yeah, four. There are four Five. sequels. Uh, four sequels. Uh, so four let's sequels. ignore that part and do the. Uh, if they made a sixth one, what what are our ideas? For Midnight Sun. Twilight? You want you want them to do Midnight Sun? <laughs> do Midnight Sun. Remake? Oh, Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun was okay. During the whole buzz of Twilight, after she'd mm. written all the books, Stephanie Meyer was like, "I can monetize off this even more." So she rewrote Twilight from the perspective of Edward, and it is the single most unsettling book There's ever like maybe written. Two chapters of it available. On yeah, it. like it's really oh, like it's not it's not an enjoyable book. No, it's really like. For, for yeah, when I, when, when like Fifty Shades like came out, I was like, "There's," yeah, I was like, "There's," like, I was like, "There's no way you could actually like make Fifty Shades out of Twilight." Then I read Midnight Sun, and I was like, "Oh, oh boy." So like, Grey was literally your one doing Midnight Sun. But for Fifty Shades, pretty much, yeah. Jesus. So it's like so. Gray was even less of an original idea. Yes, yeah, so the That's book's so yes. sad. Yes, yes. So Midnight Sun, like if you made it, you'd basically just be remaking Twilight. Yeah, exactly. But you can't do that. You can't tell the story from the perspective of the most interesting character. Yeah, you can, That's but you can also use that as the excuse to bypass Stephanie Meyer and get the Hardwick version. You could. You could. Exactly. This is how we're doing it. Okay. Are there any other uh, before we, we go into? Is there, we go isn't into there the, like a spin-off? But did they not try to make like a TV series of the spin-off? There's a spin-off called The Second Short Life of Brie Tanner, but it's, yeah. it's just it's a awful. short story. It's you couldn't awful. make it into anything. And they kind of did that in Eclipse. They, yeah, Brie Tanner is in Eclipse, and they sort of tell that story in Eclipse. Uh, I think like that was kind of like it was set Eclipse. Having her was just setting up yeah. for that, but like I used spin-off. To have a poster of that book cover on my wall for like seven years. <laughs> I remember it said an hourglass with blood. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, yes, that was the only book that I didn't read. Yeah. I went to, I went to a midnight release of that. Oh, Jesus. I did like 20 pages, <laughs> and they had a midnight release party. I had to walk home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, are there any... Uh, could they do, like, Jacob, fucking Jacob Renesmee, 20 years down? That was, yeah. what, that was the, my next thing was, yeah. the, like, him being, like... Old like, man werewolf and her being like the weird thing though is cool. that Mackenzie Foy I'm, yeah. I'm in college now Mackenzie Foy who played Renesmee turned into a great actress like she's in Interstellar she's fucking phenomenal as in Mackenzie Foy yeah, yeah. Oh, like damn. I haven't seen yeah, she's uh, I haven't seen Nutcracker but she's Murph. great in Interstellar so you could literally use her in a yeah. Twilight thing I think yeah just use her for characters. like yeah so just oh. have a Mackenzie Foy Twilight yeah Renesmee I'm so down well would people go to see it I think definitely, like, I feel like definitely. We've, we've have re- you seen like the peak it, now it, it, of like it, it, High School Musical history? Yeah, where they, if they did High School Musical four, would make five hundred billion dollars. Yeah, I think now definitely. Like my whole Twitter feed for the past two weeks has been nothing but people reposting. Yeah, 
Twilight it's memes. It's entered ironic territory now. Yeah. Where people are willing to admit they like it because it's kind of a... Ooh. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like... like it's it's like the boy band thing. I think like, right you know, now like is at its peak. After a certain point, it becomes accessible. It's... Acceptable, Acceptable yeah. for, like, straight white men to, like, yes, the boy yes, band yes. that was popular yeah. in their youth. Yes, that's true. You know? mm. So it's hitting that sort I think, of yeah. No, right now, I think Twilight is at its absolute peak. Mm. Like, for, like, a rebirth. Okay, so they should get on that. They should get on that. So if they did Midnight Sun, casting for all the characters, Timothy Chalamet as Edward Cullen. Uh, I'm totally on board with it. Mm. Take it. Um, right, who would be right. Bella? Who's the most brooding? Lucas Hedges as Edward Cullen. Cast anyone as Edward Cullen. Um, oh, Army Hammer, Edward Cullen, Timothy Chalamet, Bella Swan. <laughs> <laughs> the problem for Bella is that, like, I don't know. Like, does she have to be, does she have to be boring on their shirt sleeves? Does she have for to be two hours? boring? Like, she has to be, like, not boring, but like, who's the most who's capable o- emotionless? Of being Teen actress now. <laughs> and what? What's the age range? I mean, she could be up to twenty one and get away yeah. with it. Hmm. I mean, also, uh, you could just make her not. You could make her like not white. Yeah, I bet. Easily, like. Yeah. I think the vampires. I think Edward is kind of essentially has to be white. That's his whole thing. Yeah, because he's, like, he's 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 nineteen eighteen. Yeah. Boston. Uh, I wonder now the. Uh, Jacob's not white. Jacob, no. Taylor Lautner, was he actually, like, Native what? American? I don't know what Taylor Lautner Because I know the rest of the, like, um, yeah, can't yeah. remember what they're called. Uh, they're all Native Americans. Taylor Lautner is... Uh, he's half man, Austrian, half shark. Dutch, English, French, German, Irish, Swiss. <laughs> he has distant, distant Thank Native you. American ancestry. Oh, Jesus, why are all of these famous people too interesting? He's not really... He's not really uh, Ethnic at all. No, he's pretty. Hey, pretty that's woke. not woke at all. God, guess what age he is now? 32. <laughs> 26. No. Oh, God, that's so five, sad. Five years older than me when oh, he was in Twilight. That's so sad. How? I was 11 when the first one came out. That means he was 16 when it came oh, out, oh, which means oh. he was like 15 when they shot it. Yeah. Whoa. That's why. I found her only interesting person. No, I turned Kendall around. Jenner. Boom. Oh, my God. Kendall Jenner. She can't act, and that's. I have my list of like young actresses I want to put in stuff, but they're all. But they're all too girls, interesting. Too interesting, like, uh, you could. Uh, Sosie Bacon would be a good Bella. She's a bit too. Mm, she's a bit too much character. No, she needs to be like, Kristen Stewart. In that was like very, very much like. I recall when she was. She had no. Real. She was very two D character. Mm. Okay, Jacob. Jacob kind of has to she's look like 26. a Native American. Jesus. So he's, Jacob's pretty tricky to cast. Jacob, who, who is like, yeah, because you, yeah, I feel like we need to get woke or get an actual Native American. <laughs> so let's just find a Native American. Native American actors. I'm not gonna look them up because I don't know who they are. They might be all useless. But let's just, yeah. no, let's just say I'll do this in the we will, here. we will cast a Native American. Right? Yeah, we're doing we're that right. We're committed to doing that. We're not gonna actually decide who, but we're just gonna commit to finding one. Yeah, we'll, we'll find one, even if they're not an actor. We'll, we'll make them a, a star. That's my Native American over there. That's what Trump said once, isn't it? Yeah. Get a load of my... That's my uh, American. Okay. Isn't and he great? Uh, as uh, as uh, Charlie, there's only one It's like, they, we, we're not changing. Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. There, so there's a movie. Came out this year. It's called Thunder Road. Directed by Jim Cummings. Starring Jim Cummings. It is literally a film about Charlie. 
It is about a cop. He's the same mustache. mustache. He has the exact same. And the difficulties of raising his daughter. Oh. After the wife leaves. It is a film about Charlie from Twilight. It is wonderful. I need to watch that. Wait, there was an actual Native American person in Breaking Dawn Part 1. He was like the right age. Oh. Who? Um, They're probably shit. Bronson Payette. I was about to say, could we keep... I was about to say, can we keep... Billy Burke as Charlie, but he just looks sad now. But I want to cast. He looks really sad I now. I want to cast Jim Cummings. Hmm. He nah. looks. He 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 just looks sad now. He's a, he's a little bit. Oh, he was in Revolution. Uh, now, Carlisle, yeah, he plays one of the Alice, background werewolves. All in the the colors. Oh no, he's in like a lot of the. Carlisle. So yeah. Alice, we want to be Japanese. Yeah. I think. Um, oh yes. yes. I think is her name. God, is it Laura Condon? She's only played Lara Lana? Jean. Lana, Lana, yes, Lana Condor. She is Lara Jean. Doesn't matter. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think, like, because you need like an actual Asian yes. actress who's the right age, because like um, she's like supposed to be 17. Yeah. Because you don't want someone who's too old. Like no, no, she wasn't. She was oh, quite sorry, which character are we? Alice. Alice, because oh, oh, we yeah. want her to be Asian. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, let I me like see. Lara, Lara Condor though. Yeah. Uh, let me see. She was great. Emmett in is like Emmett yeah. is for like all three seconds yeah. for screen time. Yeah, but that's in that one scene. Make like, your comeback. Scene outside the cinema. She yeah. Lit up the screen. That was perfect. <laughs> Emmett doesn't have a personality. You no. can literally cast anyone as Emmett. So like, just needs to be a man, like a manly, a man. macho man. So, uh, a man. Just a guy. Just a. Just anyone. the just guy. The guy. Trans Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. What did you say? Trans man. Oh, trans man. That makes Emma too interesting. Yeah. Oh, we need to, like, I think it no, would be no, no, better. No, that would work better for Jasper. Jasper. Oh. Because he has that like whole like. Because like, he has much more of a presence. Yeah. He seems like he's like he's also really uncomfortable in himself. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. that would be more interesting. Yeah. He's yeah. been like half the film just dealing with that. Yeah. Oh my god. Emmett's boring. Emma would just want whoever. You just like just find him. A man. Do you know what I mean? Just walk in onto a street outside your studio and lot and be like, you, you, white man over there. Yeah. I would rather indulge in Jasper. Here's five dollars than make it interesting. Put all your coins in Jasper. Okay. Put all your coins in Jasper. Rosalie is is just like mean. She's Katie Aska. I'm mean. Yes. Yes. Fucking bridge to Terabithia girl now. What age is bridge? Grace Moretz. Grace Moretz is, 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 is she a bit nah, too young though? She's, 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 she's the same she's age not, as She's not, not the right. She's not taking a role in Twilight. Yeah. She's not. She doesn't deserve to be and in this. And Rob is 24. She just kind of looks like Nikki Reed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carlisle and Esme. Oh, Carlisle's a really interesting one. You could cast anyone as Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Paul Dino Ernie as Carlisle. Ernie Hammer. Ernie Hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, does he have to be older than... Then Edward, he doesn't really. He, um, he, he's meant to look like his dad. He has to look like his dad, but realistically, no, because it like... It could be Paul Dano. It could be Adam Driver. Oh. <laughs> Adam, Adam oh. Driver has the right kind of like oh. unsettling. No, no, no. Yeah. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Oh. Colin Farrell. Oh, uh, oh, I just saw Widows Bleach yesterday. Blonde, so yes, Colin, Colin Farrell. Yes, okay. Colin Bleach Farrell. Blonde, Carl. Yes, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Oh, does he have to do an accent though? Eh, not really. No, no, let him be Irish. Let him not do an accent. James and Victoria. Um, James, you, Paul Dane would be good. James, I you could literally just watch the film without Zachary James. Quinto. Oh, you could like absolutely. Zachary Quinto. Oh, I, <laughs> I know. I feel like that would be just. I know. Oh. Then as 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 Jacob's dad, Johnny Depp. 
Yeah, if we're gonna put a Native American, like we can't have two Native no. Americans. Oh god, that's too many. Like, that's too many. That's too many. Too many Native American. No one does Native American like Johnny Depp. Oh yeah. Honestly, that's quality. That ideal cast. Quality. Oof. Now, as do we uh, get to actually cripple him though for it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> as remove, the remove his C two. His C two. Mike Newton is the most important character in Twilight. Um, he is. Donald Glover. So I think that. Oh my God, Mike Welsh got weirdly freaking. Oh hello. Jesus. Whoa. Okay. Um. <laughs> Hi. 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 Uh, he still works. Hi, Mike. He works, kind of. What's he doing? Home by Spring TV movie. That's, that's a job. He 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 makes he ma- he does work. He's in a show called Z Nation. Z Nation, yeah, that's warning. Oh I no, I, no, it's not. No, oh, not yeah. one season. Yeah. All right, he's not working. But anyway, Mike Welsh, just bring him back. Bring him back. I yeah, love. Him. He can play. Oh my God. There you go. He's Edward. He's our Edward. Okay. There we go. All right. We cast the Twilight reboot. Good job, guys. Woo! Now it's time for the box office game. Oh, let's go. This is not going to work. None of you are ever going to figure this stuff out. Excellent. All right. No. Opening weekend, Twilight. We're talking 10 years ago this weekend, November 21st, 2008. 69 million. 69.6. <laughs> Whoa. Million dollars. <laughs> Don't no, it's because I watched an interview with Jackson Rathbone last <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is Twilight mm-hmm. with 69. Number two is 26 million. It's in its second weekend. It was number one looking for. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's an action movie and a long running franchise. And this is a, this is one of the bad cars. One of the bad ones. Oh, not cars, but like no. It's, what are the Cars films called? Fast not, and Furious? No, it's, not, it's not a Fast and Furious. It's <laughs> a bad one with the Cars. The Cars. No, it's Cars. I'm genuinely struggling to na- remember the name of Cars 2. <laughs> That's what I thought was it happening. It has Cars in it. I was like, it's the number two. Oh, you the do. whole thing with Twilight was that basically uh, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince was meant to come out November 21st. And it got pushed back to the next summer. So this movie that's in second place mm-hmm. got pulled forward to Halloween and then Twilight moved into Thanksgiving, and it just screwed because Twilight was meant to come out at Christmas. Yeah, yeah I get you. So this is, a, this is in a franchise. It's an action movie. It's a bad one. It's a bad one in a good franchise. I just can't okay. imagine. I just the thought of Twilight coming out at Christmas it's, is it's, very funny to me. It's uh, what can I say about it? Directed by Mark Forster. Quantum of Solace. Oh. Number three is Oof. a Disney animated film. 2008. Uh, with talking, 2008. talking animals. 2008. Got talking animals in it. It was released in 3D in Ireland. It was like one of the first ones to come out in 3D. Ooh. Chicken uh, Little. Nope. That was much earlier. Oh, okay. 2008. 2008. Talking wow. animal. It's the name of the movie is the name of the main animal character. But it's also like a, a noun. Bolt. Correct. Oh, oh wow. wow. You. Bolt. We're doing oh, an episode bolt. on Bolt. I'm oh, act- yeah, deadly. Love Bolt. I like Bolt. The only thing I remember about Bolt is the Wii game. No. no they had a Wii game. Really. It was really fun. Four is another animated film. This one is uh, another animated film by Talking Animals. Okay. Oh, wow. It's second in the Ooh. franchise. Cars 2. Ama- nope. <laughs> amazing soundtrack. Like a way better soundtrack than it deserves. And also Alec Baldwin is in it. In like a small role. Pretty good. It's like my favorite of these films, actually. There's three of them. This is my favorite. Yeah, no, I definitely have it. It's DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I cop DreamWorks. Kung Fu Panda? Is no, close, two? close. 
The first Kung Fu Panda was that year. This is the second and a different one. Ooh. It's close. Similar to Kung Fu Panda. Kind of. It's the same studio. It's, like, similar enough. Is that around Shrek time? No, Shrek 2 would have been earlier. Shrek 2 was 04. Shrek 3 was 07. This is a year after Shrek 3. Mm-hmm. 2008. Mm-hmm. Great Animals. soundtrack. Really good. Really good soundtrack. Soundtrack. Like, I, I love the soundtrack. Most people aren't. I like Baldwin's in it. That's, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We, unlike you, Talking Animals... We don't all religiously follow his career. Yeah. I'll give you the name. Madagascar escaped to <gasps> Oh, no! <laughs> oh, my God! Yeah, same. Okay, number five is Role Models. Number six is Changeling. Number seven is a film that's been covered on Where's the Damn Sequel. Third in a trilogy. High School Musical 3? Correct. Nice. Mm. Number eight is about the Holocaust, but for, but for kids. And one strike for chance. Correct. The Holocaust oh, for kids. Uh, number nine, we have Zach and Mary make a porno, which I've Oof. never seen. Awful. Uh, also, just like Zach and Mary make a porno, Weinstein Company. It's awful. Uh, the Secret Life of Bees with Dakota Fanning and some old black lady that thought of that. Haven't seen yeah. it, so I couldn't get it. And Slumbog Millionaire. That is the box office. That's a weird And The Dark Knight is still there in its 19th weekend. The Dark Knight is still in the top 20. Woo! Cute. And Schenectady, New York is in there as well. And Wally. Shenectady, New York. And Wally is on its 22nd weekend. It's at number 29. God bless. Good stuff. Cool. Wally. Good times. The Polar Express is on IMAX re release in 44th place. All right. That was a good year. 2008. Good year. 2008 was a weird year for everyone. Odd year, but like surprisingly, like a few, few strong hitters in there. Oh, great. Like Twilight, Wally, mm-hmm. Madagascar 2. Madagascar 2. <laughs> Dark Knight, Be Kind Rewind are all. We're all great. Oh, be kind, rewind. Great film. Throwback. Great picture. Great picture. Um, Mamma Mia as well, of course. Oh, oh geez, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, because ten, yeah, 10 years this Cause, year. Because yeah. oh, yeah. Twilight, Mamma Mia. No, Sam Nash for us. Uh, Mamma Mia, Dark Knight, and Wally came out three weeks in a row. That was that the was greatest, good greatest, three summer, weeks greatest ever. summer of my life. <laughs> mm. I was nine, so like only Mamma Mia and Twilight registered with me. <laughs> I was more into those, but... Wally? Wally would have yeah. been mine, actually. Wally was the one three I those. Yeah, Wally would have been mm. the most. I wouldn't know, because I went to see Mamma Mia more than once. I only saw Wally. Yeah. Actually, I saw like, none of the three in the cinema. I think my love no. for Wally. Wally was the only there. one that I called. No, like, yeah. I don't know if I like, no. for Wally coming out. The rest of them, like... I liked Wally Twilight when I was, like, like this week. years after. Mamma Mia, like, maybe a year or two down the line. There's oh, a no. scene in Boyhood where he, in the 2008 part of Boyhood, where he's, like, three, he's, like, talking about some girl in school who he thinks is dumb because she disagrees on the best movies of the year. It's a great scene. I like <laughs> so much. And he's like, she's so wrong. Like, obviously the best movies of the year are Tropic Thunder, The Dark Knight, and Pineapple Express. I'm like, yes, get out of here. Ooh, you haven't seen Mamma Mia or Wally. Or Twilight. Ugh, Tropic Thunder. Sake. Pineapple Express. Tropic Thunder is better than Pineapple, Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express is a sonar one, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, boring. That's all that? we have time for on this special Twilight episode. Woo! Join us Mute. next time for Can the next episode. Which will be recorded in Black Hole? three minutes. Three minutes of Massive Black Hole? Yeah, of course. Nice. We'll open on Supermassive Black Hole. Does end and open on it. <laughs> the whole song. Just just, <laughs> just like not have us talking at all. Just keep Nothing playing else. it over and over no, again. We'll start on Supermassive Black Hole and end on Decode. Uh, decode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Just play Spotlight to cover up anything you said that should so. be covered. Yeah, I will do that. <laughs> all right. Thanks for tuning Perfect. in. <laughs> oh, it was the biggest opening weekend ever for a female directed film. Woo! Oh, yes. Catherine Hardwick! Catherine Hardwick has not had a good career. <laughs>